Thank you, Chairman Bost, Ranking Member Tanako, and members of the House Committee on Veterans Affairs for this opportunity. Um, my name is Marissa Schultz, and I'm a disabled combat veteran and a healthcare advocate. I commend your dedication to our veterans, and I'm honored to represent the rural veteran community. Um, I did, I served in the Illinois National Guard, being deployed in 2004 through 2005. I have personal and professional experience utilizing healthcare in rural areas through the VA. Professionally, I serve veterans in rural communities, identifying their needs and helping them access healthcare systems, community care, and other outside providers. As we convene today, I implore you to consider a group of heroes who often face an unnoticed battle, the veterans residing in rural America. As stewards of their well-being, it's imperative that we acknowledge the stark disparities between urban and rural healthcare access for our veterans. We owe it to them to level the playing field. Imagine being a veteran, eagerly awaiting a VA-arranged ride to a medical appointment excited to get help dealing with chronic pain from a helicopter crash during deployment. For one such veteran, I served lengthy wait times and repeated failures in VA transportation options led to desperation, ending in a call to 988. This veteran suffered from emotional and physical distress and feeling like the system had failed him. This isn't an isolated scenario. It's the reality for many of our rural veterans. Transportation, or rather lack thereof, emerges as a top barrier for our healthcare access. Financial constraints and employment vulnerabilities further compound this dilemma, forcing veterans to make agonizing choices between their health and their livelihoods. Moving on, to provide model healthcare to our veterans, we must acknowledge and address another critical issue, a need for gender-specific healthcare within the VA. Rural female veterans who served our country with equal valor encounter unique challenges in accessing specialized healthcare tailored to their needs. In my case, securing a female provider for a compensation and benefits examination necessitated a two-hour commute. This challenge of meeting this basic yet serious request reflects the limited availability of practitioners in rural locations. A third critical issue is the advancement of telehealth, which has the potential to break geographical barriers and provide unparalleled health care for our veterans. Telehealth offers a lifeline to veterans residing in remote areas, often struggling with limited access to traditional health care facilities. It presents the opportunity to help ensure timely care reaches these underserved communities. While the flexibility of telehealth has significantly expanded accessibility, it has also brought some notable challenges. Elderly and aging populations encounter challenges with digital literacy, hindering the seamless use of telehealth system. Limited phone minutes and need for internet access also present hurdles. Overall, significant progress has occurred in the past few years, and we hope to see further improvements to telehealth options. We've explored some challenges our rural veterans face in accessing healthcare, such as transportation options, access to gender-specific providers, and digital literacy for telehealth. One way to help rural veterans access care and meet them where they are can be done through the strategic deployment of mobile medical units, which can be designed to provide primary care and other essential services. 
These could be deployed to areas lacking traditional healthcare access, effectively addressing the insufficient healthcare access for rural veterans. Additionally, emphasizing the pivotal role of technology, specifically telehealth, by expanding or creating digital education can help bridge this gap. To conclude, I urge this committee to consider critical issues faced by our rural veterans, specifically transportation options, access to gender-specific providers, and digital literacy for telehealth. Let us work together and to ensure that health care for our veterans is not determined by their geographical location. Thank you for your attention, and I look forward to positive outcomes that benefit our rural veterans. Thank you, Thank you very much for your testimony. And for our next witness, I yield to Mr. Crane to introduce the witness.